I am Father Andrew Boyd, and this is Encounter Advent, Day 11, Chapter 11 of the Gospel of Luke. Let us begin by calling to mind the fact that we are before the Lord now and about to hear his word spoken to us and broken open for us. Let us remind ourselves of the great love and the great mercy that Christ has for us and how much he wants us to be in his presence. And so as we begin all good things, let us begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, and be with your people today. Inspire their hearts and inspire their minds. Draw them back to your most sacred heart. Allow us to enter into this season of Advent with great hope and great love and great expectation for your coming. We ask all these things through Christ our Lord. Amen. The 11th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. He was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, and do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, Suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread, for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children and I are in bed. I cannot give up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not give, get up to give him the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give food and good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? He was driving out a demon that was mute, and when that demon had gone out, the mute person spoke, and the crowds were amazed. Some of them said, By the power of Beelzebul, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Others, to test him, asked him for a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste and house will fall against house. And if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that is by Beelzebul that I drive out demons. If I then drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do you, your own people, drive them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, 
He takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of someone, it roams through a arid region searching for rest. But finding none, it says, I shall return to my home from which it came. But upon returning, it finds it swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and brings back seven other spirits more wicked than itself who move in and dwell there. And the last condition of that person is worse than the first. While he was speaking, a woman from the crowd called out and said to him, Blessed is the womb that carried you and the breast at which you nursed. He replied, Rather, blessed are those who hear the word of God and observe it. While still more people gathered in the crowd, he said to them, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the son of man be to this generation. At the judgment, the queen of the south will rise with the men of this generation and she will condemn them because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it because at the preaching of Jonah, they repented. And there is something greater than Jonah here. No one who lights a lamp hides it away or places it under a bushel basket, but rather on a lampstand so that those who enter might see the light. The lamp of the body is your eye. When your eye is sound, then your whole body is filled with light. But when it is bad, then your body is in darkness. Take care then that the light in you not become darkness. If your holy body is light, then no part of it is in darkness. Then it will be as full of light as a lamp illuminating you with its brightness. After he had spoken, a Pharisee invited him to dine in his home. He entered and reclined at table to eat. The Pharisee was amazed to see that he did not observe the prescribed washing before the meal. The Lord said to him, O you Pharisees, although you cleanse the outside of the cup and the dish, inside you are filled with plunder and evil. You fools, did not the maker of the house also make the inside? But as to what is within, give alms and behold, everything will be clean for you. Woe to you, Pharisees! You pay tithes of mint and rue and of every garden herb, but you pay no attention to the judgment and to love for God. These you should have done without overlooking others. Woe to you, Pharisees! You love the seat of honor in synagogues and greetings in marketplaces. Woe to you! You are like unseen graves over which people unknowingly walk." And one of the scholars of the law said to him in reply, Teacher, by saying this, you are insulting us too. And he said, Woe also to you, scholars of the law. You impose on people burdens hard to carry, but you yourselves do not lift one finger to touch them. Woe to you. You build the memorials of the prophets whom your ancestors killed. Consequently, you bear witness and give consent to the deeds of your ancestors, for they killed them and that you do the building. Therefore, the wisdom of God said, I will send to them prophets and apostles, 
Some of them they will kill and persecute in order that this generation might be charged with the blood of all the prophets shed since the foundation of the world. From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who died between the altar and the temple building. Yes, I tell you, this generation will be charged with their blood. Woe to you, scholars of the law. You have taken away the key to knowledge. You yourselves did not enter and stop those trying to enter. When he left, the scribes and Pharisees began to act with hostility toward him and to interrogate him about many things, for they were plotting to catch him at something he might say. The Gospel of the Lord. In our passage today, we hear about how the people of the day are looking for a sign. They're not just looking for one. They're demanding a sign from Christ to prove that he really is the Messiah. And often in our daily lives, we can do that too. We can look to God and say, you must show me everything that you're going to do in my life or else I'm not going to listen. But we must return to the Lord, return to his love and his mercy and his kindness and his generosity. We must ask him for mercy for those things where we have fallen and failed. But we also must return to him and allowing our hearts to truly be converted back to his love. Because as we hear the woman say and cry out, blessed is the womb that carried you and the breasts at which you nursed. But Christ does not say you women are entering into heaven now. No, rather, he says, rather blessed are those who hear the word of God and observe it. Let us take this prayer opportunity today to hear the word of God be spoken to our hearts, not just into our hearts, but into our entire being, that we might be filled with light and knowledge of his great love for us so that we can hear the word of God and observe what he commands.